Welcome to the Fraser Valley Workcast, a podcast produced by your WorkBC Abbotsford Admission Centers. My name is Kevin, and as your host, I welcome specialists from the WorkBC cast or special guests to explore challenges affecting the Fraser Valley job market and how your WorkBC team can help. Before we get started, I would like to recognize that we are conducting our business today on the unceded and traditional lands of the Stalo people, particularly the Sumas, Skowlitz, Matsqui, Kwantlen, and Lakamo First Nations. Today I have the privilege of welcoming Brenda onto the podcast to discuss International Women's Day and Work BC Employment Services. Brenda is with our WorkBC mission team and has extensive experience in serving clients going through career change or looking for that next step up in their career. Welcome to the podcast, Brenda. Oh, thank you, Kevin. Nice to be here. So, Brenda, as a WorkBC case manager, your main focus involves helping clients one-to-one, and that involves a lot of coaching, I take it. Oh, yes. There's lots of coaching in every service. Wow, that's cool. That's cool. So, Brenda, what I would like to ask you next is, you know, someone looking at the the title of today's episode might just wonder, like, what's the connection between International Women's Day and WorkBC Employment Services? Please help us out here. What is the connection in your experience? Well, we always like to celebrate women because we know we have a history of, um, you know, being able to vote, being able to be recognized in the work that we do, um, that we don't just stay home with our children and raise our children. Um, Every culture has their own level of connection to uh, male, female roles and employment services. So uh, they go hand in hand. And um, we, we like to recognize all the work that we've done uh, over the years and how women contribute in many different ways and that being employment services. They, nice. like to, they want to work. So let's, yeah. let's get them working. Let's get them working. Well, we're gonna talk a bit about inspiration, awareness, equality and celebration today as regarding women in the workforce. Let's just start though with this idea of inspiration. Who are some people that influenced you in your career direction and helped you grow as a person, as a woman? Well, I have to say, Kevin, there's been various women over my lifetime who have inspired me and I've sought their their qualities, their characteristics, their traits, and trying to think, well, I want to make that my own. And I think that it's really hard sometimes to find one particular woman because really collaboratively together, they make um, a union really. And, Mm -hmm. but one particular woman who inspired me, I would use the example of inspired me to take the CDP program and explained to me as I was looking for a different change in career, you know, after working for those 26 years, I I was looking for something different. And I thought, wow, that's transferable skills. I have those. I did intakes. I did, uh, you know, uh, leisure counseling. I I did all those things. All those words transfer into employment counseling. I do intakes. I do employment counseling. I, I do all these things in a different capacity. And in your role coming into this new uh, industry for yourself, uh, was there was there anybody in particular that 
that that helped you along that that was an inspiration to you on the job here oh absolutely and um you know i, I you know working where i am now has actually been my third position and the third position has come into learning um, a couple of data, uh, very strong databases, and that one being the ministry. So I had this uh, particular person, um, you know, along with others, but this one particular person really did uh, love to teach, as as she did mention, and the patience was amazing, and the the learning and and that I acquired over the last. Uh, three years working in my position here um, was amazing. I, I don't know where I'd be without her. So um, I'm very grateful to her. Well, that is cool to have that kind of mentoring going on right in the workplace. So critical. But bias also exists in the workplace. What are some of the biases that you've observed, that you've become aware of, that you've heard about from your clients? Well, discussing biases can be very sensitive to many people. Um, it brings a lot of thought and emotion, um, whether you have uh, of color, of race, LGBTQ+, women with disabilities, newcomers, and work-life balance, to name a few. Um, it's, it's, a, it's vital to send a clear message to celebrate this day uh, with gains that have been made, to represent and encourage change, and to educate those that don't understand or don't mm. know why women need uh, acknowledgement. Yeah. Um, if employers are, and coworkers are not aware of how the biases are affecting the team, then um, you know how are we going to change? So that that's it in a nutshell. Mm. Well, here's a uh, famous, or we could maybe say infamous, imbalance. What have you learned about the pay gap between women and men in the workplace? Well, yes, that has been something of uh, been very strong over the years, and I think that's a thorn in the side of many women. So, um, you know, let's take a look at the Stats Canada numbers for 25 to 54 year olds who have compared the salaries of uh, males and females. Mm. So, in um, 2020, women earned almost 12% less than men. In 2018, it was 13%. In 1998, it was 19%. Um, and so there's been an improvement, but 12% is still a lot. The gap is wider for women who are Indigenous, living with a disability, uh, racial, or newcomers. Wow. So it's like it's compounding for, the, for, for women with, with these other, uh, with other biases that come up. Mm -hmm. When it comes to forms of bias against women. What have you dealt with as a member of the workforce or as an employment coach? Well, there are many biases in the workforce, really. Um, some employers struggle with hiring clients with special needs. So that's always been dear and near to my heart because that's where I started out. Mm -hmm. And it's still a struggle to educate employers about um, those that don't always have all the skills that an average person would have to do the job. So that means it would take a little bit more patience, more of the buddy system, more support, and, and it doesn't cost more money. It, it just means that we're looking at supporting a, a coworker in a different way. And employers uh, need to be educated in that, and some of them, I should say. So um, we, we always want to to step out and, and make sure that um, 
all walks of life have an opportunity to have purpose in employment. Well, again, in your role as an employment coach, how do you now inspire women? Well, uh, to support each other in our roles, I think is very important. Uh, there's a lot of strong women out there. There's a lot of women out there that are owning companies that are CEOs and, and very capable. And I think just um, we collectively bring a higher level of knowledge that we share with each other. I think that's important and to support each other. Sometimes um, I end up, you know, pushing people a little bit further, especially those that come with a little bit lower confidence. I always make them realize that we, you know, we work together as a team mm -hmm. and I'm here to guide and coach you. And um, it, it's a commitment and I'm there to nudge them to move for, further and to challenge themselves the best that they can. And well, how do clients respond to that? How do clients respond to your nudging them forward? Yeah. Well, I do have a, a story uh, of a particularly, and, and of course, there's many others similar, is that, you know, when there's a bit of an employment gap or there's mental health issues to deal with um, and you have a family to support, it, the stress of getting out there and overcoming all these barriers um, can be a challenge. And I think that, you know, once you've recognized them, you want to move forward, you have a vision. Um, and with the support of a work BC uh, coach, um, you know, it's, it's helping you along to achieve all that, to see the vision that working step by step to know that you've, you've crossed that off now, let's move to the next one and wow. And then to look back on the time that you spent together and realize where you now are is, is quite rewarding for them. That is really cool. So what would you say needs to be done in the area of awareness to further help empower women and girls? Well, I think the five tips to explore on GlobalCast uh, sums it up very well. Uh, there's five um, areas of acknowledgement and one is provide education. Education is power, as we know. I think everybody sort of knows that. Mm. We need to teach young children to build a lifetime of strength, educate and inspire young girls to achieve. We know all about that. I think it starts in the, in the elementary schools or just simply in your own home. Um, number two, appreciate the women around you. Start with, with your family, let the women around you know they're valued. And I always like yeah. to tell my, my friends that I value their, their friendship, their, the relationship that I have with them. I think that's very important. Um, and number three, invest in small business owned by women. Women are known historically as disadvantaged. So supporting and uh, hardworking entrepreneurs is very important. And especially, um, you know, on the news, we're talking about this particular woman um, that has built a business 10 years in, in the bakery industry and uh, of you, um, and she's from Ukraine. So everybody has been coming to, to support those uh, in, you know, not only because they're from Ukraine, but a lot of them in, as a woman to support their business. 
Wow. Uh, number number four, be a mentor to a child. Join a community group that engages and supports young girls. And so that leads us really into number five as well. So help young women join a youth engagement program that will push them to learn and acquire skills. So what, what comes to mind for me with that is the Girl Guide program. I was a girl guide for a year or so uh, when my daughter was young and I had a really great time. I didn't do it when I was young, but I was living through the, the opportunities that we provided to the, the, the young girls um, in the program, you know, whether it was camping or talking mm -hmm. about values and, and all that kind of thing. It, it was a great opportunity. Excellent. Oh, that's, those are some great points to, to, to consider, to, to, in, to bring home. Yeah. Like you're saying, like right in the home where we can start and work out from there. Let's turn to a little, um, a bit more to the economy. You know, women are not faring as well as men in the economic recovery from the pandemic. We're reading about this and, and some are calling it a she session. Can you tell us about a client that really needed a woman like yourself to come alongside and help overcome barriers? How did you help her? How did she get through that? How did you inspire her? Well, that's a great question, um, Kevin, because I always talk about this one particular success story that I like to share, a particular one where uh, I met up with a lady that was from another country and she was very educated, economic degrees. Um, and it was um, working with a particular agency that I knew very well. And um, she came to me very down and feeling that, you know, she's just not getting anywhere with employment. I said, oh, she said, I applied to this one job here. What do you think? And I said, oh, my goodness, I know all about that agency and what that's all about because I was in healthcare. So basically, we went over some details of um, the, the the questions um, and, you know, the, the contract of this agency. And, and so before you know it, she gets the first interview and was given in, questions for her next process. And so she brought them forth and we went over them. We did some research on the internet. We put it all together and they were very impressed with the fact of the matter that she had read the contract and had done all this research, which got her to the second interview. Ooh. And so we came back together and she was given more information because she had to do a presentation. So I helped her with the presentation and she did it. And lo and behold, she got the third interview. And I know that's crazy when it keeps going on three, four or five, but anyway, she got the third interview, which was to be the final one. And when she did the presentation, all she could think of, she told me was Brenda, she had me in her head saying, you know, I, I, you can do this. You can do this. You've got it. You, you, you know, whatever we've been talking about, she, she was thinking yeah, about that. Yeah. And before you know it, she got the job. So it, it was, it was not just, you know, me, necessarily yeah i guess i have to say to toot my own yeah, horn she sure. got the right case manager okay um she she uh, it, I, I don't know if anybody else could have provided the same technique as i did because i was so uh, very informative uh, along her pathway so it was a great story honestly so how do you celebrate um you know both your achievement as a coach and your client's achievement in landing a position what what, what do you what do you do to celebrate well, we celebrate, um, you know, getting the job, basically, um, the actual achievement, whether whatever level it is for them, um, their stepping stone, maybe it's not their ultimate career, but at least they've, they've landed this particular role, and it's going to give them the insights and um, 
their goals and and whatever they can accomplish at that that mm. at that level to to go to the next. So yeah, that's that gratification. Okay, that's that is uh, yeah. that is that is a great part of the celebration for sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, Brenda. Now you've got twenty seconds to sum up what's on your heart to celebrate International Women's Day for our listeners. What would you want to say? Well, one, one. Thank you, Kevin. One big quote for that I came across that I'd like to share is by Michelle Obama: "Success isn't about how much money you make; it's about the difference you make in people's lives." So that resonated strongly with me because, like I say, most of my, well, all of my career really has been in the human service uh, industry, and right. to make a difference in people's lives is is my ultimate goal every day. Oh, that's great. So does everybody remember our first question? Why mark International Women's Day on a podcast focused on helping job seekers and employers in the Fraser Valley? Well, here I am celebrating with Brenda, a woman inspiring women in mission to reach for their employment dreams and fulfill their potential in the workforce. This has been great. Thanks for being with us today, Brenda. Thanks for sharing those great stories of inspiration. And uh, thanks for being that uh, key representative today on our podcast for International Women's Day. Well, thank you so much, Kevin. It's been an honor. I never expected to be representing this uh, wonderful um, acknowledgement of women, International Women's Day. Thank you very much. Thanks for joining us for The WorkCast, where employment services specialists discuss solutions to challenges affecting our local labor market. Whether you're a job seeker, currently employed, or an employer, tune in to hear from our WorkBC specialists. We'll see you next time.